Welcome to another episode of the Principal Liner Notes Podcast. This is Sean Gaylord, and this is another bonus episode of the podcast. This is episode 105, and we are doing a morning commute. You are in the car with me, so let's imagine we are driving to the schoolhouse together, and we are having some coffee and maybe listening to some music in the background and and we are having a conversation so again welcome fasten your seat belts and let's drive As I mentioned at the top of the podcast, I am recording this as I drive to the schoolhouse. And, you know, if you've listened to the podcast before, and I hope you have, um, this is a, a homemade podcast. I don't do it in a studio. The studio is my iPhone. Uh, I don't have any elaborate equipment. Uh, I use the Anchor app. Uh, I have... Um, access to different loops uh, and, and, and music things that are either original uh, from me uh, through the GarageBand app or some of my own guitar playing, rudimentary guitar playing, and uh, and then whatever the Anchor app uh, has uh, at, at my disposal. So you may hear some ums, you may hear some ahs, you may hear me stammer over a word. You know, I, I am driving. Um, and I don't have a script. There are no cue cards. There's there's no producer nudging me. I, I wish I had George Martin in here. I wish I was at Abbey Road Studios. But we are in my little Nissan Rogue. And I've got a cup of coffee here. And we're driving. And I've got some things on my mind. And that and things in my heart that I wish to share. And, and just wish to get out there. Um... There, there I go with an um. So, having said all of that, let's begin with the podcast. Okay, here are some Beatle references for you. There is a wonderful scene in the 1964 classic film, A Hard Day's Night, starring the Beatles, in which the Beatles are in a television studio and, um, or, no, actually, it's not the television studio. Yeah, maybe they are in a television studio. Well, they're someplace. And they're in the midst of a, um, press conference and and it's dreary and and it's it's not fun and and they all give each other these kind of secret looks like hey let's get out of here let's let's split and and they do and it leads to uh them finding a a a fire escape or an exit door and the door opens uh wide and 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 ringo steps out and, and outstretches his arms 
and says, we're free. And then Q, Can't Buy Me Love, that great, great song. And and then you, you see the Beatles running around and, and, and doing all these kind of improv ad lib things in a field. And, and they're just being goofy. And it's it's a wonderful scene. And I think sometimes as as leaders, we need that similar move. Have you ever been in that situation where you've sat in a meeting or you're, you've been someplace and it's like, man, when is this going to end? And, and uh, wow, the sun is shining outside. And and uh, man, I wonder I wonder what outside would look like if I were in that scene. Um, you know, where where is that trap door? Where is that that exit door? You know, yes, this is important, and it may even be a, a, essential in some cases, but we've all been in that situation. Maybe you've been in that situation uh, like like the Beatles again, where when they embraced transcendental meditation in 1967 and and followed the, the teachings of the Maharishi Mahesh Yogi and and embraced that mindset and embraced that spirituality path uh, from from India that may, maybe you, like the Beatles, uh, maybe, maybe you went someplace. Maybe you went on a retreat. The Beatles in 1968, after they embraced TM, uh, went to India to, to study under the Maharishi and basically took took a break from recording, took a break from being a band and and went to Rishikesh, uh, India and, and went on a spiritual retreat of, of sorts. It didn't really end well, uh, the retreat that is, but it did lead to some great creative output from the band. Maybe you've heard of that little known eponymous album, The White Album. 33, 32 songs uh, that the Beatles mainly composed and wrote in India and created an album that, that's considered to be one of their masterpieces, one of their great albums. You know, sometimes we need that trap door. Sometimes we need that escape or that retreat. Maybe, maybe it's not going to India, but maybe... It's finding a way out and away from our usual routine to take time for reflection, to take time for introspection, to take time to ask questions, to take time to ponder and to pause and to persevere within that reflection to find answers, to build solutions, to ignite the pathway to new ideas. And look what happened when the Beatles did that. I often think of those things, or here's another Beatles example. Speaking of them, as I always do, George Harrison. I've talked about this in the podcast before. George Harrison, when the Beatles uh, formed their company, Apple, Apple Records, and he was in a meeting um, or actually, he chose not to go to a meeting. He, he played hooky. And he went to go visit his friend Eric Clapton and sat out in his garden on a sunny spring day in 1969 and wrote, Here Comes the Sun. I've written about that same anecdote in The Pepper Effect, this need for Here Comes the Sun. 
here comes the sun space or we talk about white space you know the space of free time the space to think and to create and to play in the sandbox and sometimes when we take that intentional time to press pause on whatever routine it ignites reflection it ignites creativity it ignites things to a new level i've i've seen that before on many many different examples so you've got three little beetle examples there of how we need to press pause how we need to find reflection how we need to get back into our own core and passion as educators leaders teammates and bandmates more on that in the next segment So last week I was talking with a good friend about life and things and all things in between. And she recommended uh, and was giving me advice about tapping into passion, tapping into my core and, and, and tapping into things that give me joy. And, and that led to a discussion on on music, and that led to a discussion on rock biographies, which uh, is something I'm very passionate about. And it led to me ordering a book that I've been wanting to read for a long time about Joni Mitchell and, and Carly Simon and Carol King called Girls Like Us. And it, uh, I took great satisfaction uh, from that conversation and that reminder, that much needed reminder that. We do need to take the time for ourselves and we have to fill our space and fill our days, not only with the have to's and the things that we we must do on our list or within our gig, but we must also fill our day with those things that we find essential, those things that fill us, those things that help us find the good uh, and, and tune into the things that make us positive and and whole. And then that got me thinking as I was ordering the book and excited about it, um, another conversation that I had with another friend about rock biographies and, and how they they feel me. So I thought, okay, there, there must be a message here. And, and maybe instead of reading that book on... Um, the, the technical aspects of, of, of my gig or, or that, that, which I do enjoy reading, by the way, but, but maybe I need to fill my space with something that, that, gives, that, that helps me give uh, pause to those things and, and that pause allows me to, to go into those things that fill me and my passion. So I've got two rock biographies, which I love. Uh, at the top of my reading reading shelf, uh, one being the Girls Like Us book, and then the other um, that my friend has been recommending me for years, a book about the birds, 
um, by Johnny Rogan called Requiem for the Timeless Volume 1. In fact, both of those good friends have have been on the Principal Liner Notes uh, podcast uh, before as as guests. And so I do have to give a nod to both Max and and Julie. And as I put those things in the context of this episode and, and my reflection, I think of George Harrison, uh, who I made a not so sly reference to at the beginning of this podcast in regards to his old band, The Beatles, and how he really embraced transcendental meditation. He really pursued uh, Eastern religions and thought and, and philosophy and made the time to pause, to reflect, to meditate, to take a break from the mania, to, to go within himself and, and to think about his relation to the world, the universe, and, and others. And I find that in studying his work and his music, that when he would do that, that would really lead to some great music. That would lead to some, some great expression. Even, even when he took a break, so to speak, from his solo career and formed this side band, the Traveling Wilburys, that super group, remember that from 1988 with Roy Orbison, Bob Dylan, Tom Petty, and Jeff Lynne, and they made that one great album together before Roy Orbison's death, and they made a second one uh, a few years later. And, and how when those artists took a break from their regular gig and found um, the joy in being in a different band and found the joy in collaborating with others, that sparked new creations from them. I'm speaking specifically about Bob Dylan. If you take a look at what he was doing at the time with the Traveling Wilburys and what he was doing before and then what he did after and how Perhaps, and I'm I'm just kind of going on a limb here because I, I don't know Bob Dylan personally, but you know, after Bob Dylan was in the Traveling Wilburys, that led to his great late period of albums. I'm talking about Time Out of Mind. I'm talking about Love and Theft. You know, sometimes when we take that break or when we collaborate with others or when we get with a different band. Sometimes those new ideas and new collaborations can spark some energy and spark some joy in your current band. And I think that's important as well. Regardless, if we take the time to pause, if we take the time to step away from whatever mania that we're in, if we take the time to step away from whatever routine that we're immersed in, in an intentional, reflective thoughtful way, it will spark passion within yourself. It will spark new ideas. It will spark new creativity. And it will lead you down a path that you may not have taken in your regular gig because we do work into those ruts, right? We do work in into those uh, those rows. And, and sometimes we're unable to see possibility. We're unable to see potential. So that pause is important. That pause is necessary for 
whatever gig you're in, whether as an educator, whether whether it's in as 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 a leader. I think I think back to the last podcast episode with Tom Caulfield and how he talked about how he and his wife go to Tanglewood Park and how that 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 kind of oneness with nature, being in in, in that green space and having that intentional time to walk, to breathe, to be outside, how that has sparked for him all levels of musical creativity. So as as we head into the schoolhouse, as as we head into whatever respective work site we're going to, and I might add, they are lucky to have you and they're lucky to have you in that band. Think about how today, what's a moment that you can take to pause for reflection? Give yourself that gift, give yourself that grace to pause and to linger in some reflection and to linger into, all right, what what new idea is going to come from this pause or what new thought is going to come from this pause or what, what new um, inspiration am I going to garner here? And I do hope that it does happen. And if it doesn't happen immediately, that's okay. Perhaps we've got to limber our, our mind up or, or uh, you know, build that muscle memory for that pause for reflection that's going to ignite inspiration and creativity and new ideas, just like the Beatles. Here's another quick example of finding uh, or looking for an idea to to pause. Yesterday, I had the wonderful uh, and honorable opportunity to visit Claremont Elementary School in North Carolina and went with a group of colleagues and uh, to see uh, personalized learning in, in action. And I got to give a shout out to the principal there, uh, James Fry, and, and his wonderful uh, leadership team. Uh, they are truly doing some great and inspiring things uh, for, for kids. You see it in their culture. You see it in their instructional framework. You also see it in, in really the, the underlying ethos that and you see, I saw the sign posted throughout their, their schoolhouse, the future of the world is in my classroom. And so I was grateful for that opportunity. But I was also grateful for the opportunity to, to visit and, and to see things from a different perspective. Uh, sometimes when we step literally outside of our, our physical space and, and see a space that is similar or, or somewhat different from our usual space, that too, that pause, that intentional pause to observe and to learn uh, leads to maybe validation for some of your ideas and dreams that you're thinking about, or it may ignite the spark for other ideas and, and collaborations as, as well. Again, tying that visit, I did, again, driving here, uh, and this is an impromptu podcast, but tying that visit to that schoolhouse to the Traveling Wilbury. Sometimes it's good to just play with another band for a little bit and then go back to your 
your regular band and and spark new ideas and and new thoughts and that's a good thing too but i i wanted to give a shout out to uh mr fry and and uh his wonderful school community at uh at claremont and uh shout out to uh the claremont elementary uh, bears there it really was uh, an inspiring visit and grateful for uh that team there sharing their strengths their gifts and uh and their expertise all in service and support of kids but also in service and support of the future of our world the future is in great hands with the team there and i'm grateful for my colleagues down the street That's it for this episode of the Principal Liner Notes podcast. I'm almost at the schoolhouse here, and I am grateful that you were able to ride along with me in my morning commute. I do hope that your day ahead is is upbeat and, and filled with inspiration and ideas and great collaboration. As always, I want to give uh, a sincere word of thanks to those four guys from Liverpool, John, Paul, George, and Ringo, a.k.a. the Beatles. I am always grateful for the inspiration and the legacy and the impact that their music and their partnership has had on my life. And I am grateful for you, the listener, for tuning in to yet another Beatles-related podcast. I, I did make mention of some other artists in, in, in this uh, podcast with nods to Carol, Carly, and Joni. And, of course, uh, the other guys in the Tropical Berries besides George Harrison. Uh, also, thanks to um, my two friends, uh, Max Pizarro and Julie Hassan, who uh, various conversations in the last... Uh, Last couple of weeks have uh, sparked this uh, this episode, and uh, I do have those rock biographies uh, nestled uh, firmly on my bookshelf. Also, I do want to give a shout out again to Claremont Elementary and the great team there, and grateful for a day of learning and insight on uh, on personalized learning. And as always, the listener you. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. There are many podcasts and things that you could be doing, but you chose to press play and download on this particular episode. And I am grateful for your indulgence and support as I rambled, hopefully coherently, during my morning commute today. And you didn't hear too many traffic noises and beeps and buzzes um, uh, as, as, as you were riding along with me. Oh, also want to give a shout out again to Tom Caulfield. He is on uh, the last episode of the Principal Liner Notes podcast, episode 104. Great composer and guitarist, and I do recommend that you track down on the streaming platform of your choice his latest album, Reversing the Polarity, and you can learn more about Tom and listen to his music on his website, caulfieldmusic.com. 
As always, there is a flip side, and I hope to catch you there. Don't forget that the world needs your dreams, your ideas, and insights because they and you help make the world a better place. And don't forget to take the time to pause today. It's okay to press pause and to give yourself the gift of reflection and the gift of time to pause and to linger into what will spark new ideas, new inspiration in whatever gig that you are. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning into the Principal Liner Notes podcast. This is yet another impromptu morning commute episode. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode, which is actually going to feature a great principal and a great bandmate, John Winstrom, principal out of Livonia, Michigan. And I'm excited uh, for him to be on that episode where we get to talk about building leadership capacity, building your band. So tune in for that. That will drop uh, next Monday, February 27th. We'll celebrate Monday with John. This is the Principal Liner Notes Podcast. This is the bonus episode. This is episode 105. And this is Sean Gaylord. Thanks again. thing. If you like what you heard, if you appreciated the anecdotes on uh, the Beatles and music and my impromptu morning reflection, uh, please feel free to connect with me on Twitter or on Instagram at SM Gaylord. I also invite you and welcome uh, a positive uh, review, if you could, on the streaming platform of your choice. The hashtag for this podcast is hashtag principal liner notes. Also, if you really enjoyed those Beatle reflections and those connections to uh, life and leadership and, and education, feel free to check out my book, The Pepper Effect, uh, which is available uh, at barnesandnoble.com, uh, bn.com, or amazon.com, or you can order directly from the publisher, Dave Burgess uh, Consulting Inc. Also working on another book. Stay tuned for that. I'm excited about how that's coming together. Uh, So stay tuned for future episodes and discussion on the next book.